hello and welcome to Knitting Shop Live, the podcast report recorded, it's hard to say, recorded live and unscripted by your favorite knitting gals. We are your hosts, Brianna, Kathy, Natalie, and Stephanie. And a huge thanks to our listeners for joining us. So today or this evening or whenever you're listening to us, we're going to talk about how do you start your day? That's, that's our topic tonight. So, and there's going to be a surprise announcement in this topic tonight. So, so for all of you listeners, it's time to grab a drink, listen up because we are about to get started. Let's do it. Let's talk about what's on our knitting needle. So Brianna, what's on your needles? I am knitting a sock right now. So I started this the other day. I'm knitting um, the rye socks by Tin Can Knits. Oh my they're, they're for John. So he wanted a few pairs of socks so he could wear in his boots when he goes to work. And his boots are high. Like he doesn't wear sneakers to work. So I did like the seven, eight inch cuff. And now I'm on the, I just finished decreasing the gusset. So I'm on the foot of the first one. And I actually have the second one started already because I, I started the top of the cuff of one and I realized that I didn't have a needle to keep going so I just did both both cuffs one night so I'm kind of like almost more than halfway there you are a machine and again I wish this was a video (laughs) podcast because they look fantastic yeah I'm excited love the color he wanted the navy I know Stephanie I love love that so um I think he might actually get two pairs of socks from me this year, which is like a miracle. So we'll see. Wow. Who is she? (laughs) Yes, this is my queen. (laughs) All right. Well, I'm going to jump in there. I'm going to jump on your bandwagon in a little bit, but my, I've got my same three projects as last week, but I will say that I did finish the first hat, which I'm holding up right now. And I'm starting the second hat. So this is the hats that will go with the book that I'll be giving to my buddy across the street. I can't wait. I, I can't stop myself. So anyway, and this will have a pom-pom on it. So I'm on hat number two. And then I also am knitting a sock. And I think I mentioned this last week and I'm doing heel tabs because I don't wear boots. No. <laughs> so it's, you know, you're halfway done when you start, but I want to just say this, you know, sometimes what on your, what is on your needles needs to do over. And so I have one sock done I was really further along than I'm showing you right now, which is coming down the heel flap right now. And I realized that something was really nagging at me. It took me until I was ready to turn the heel that I was like, nope, I'm going to go back and redo that. So, and this is a test knit. I'm really trying to perfect that turning the heel cuff and sealing it. Mm -hmm. So that just takes a do over. And then I am working on Ed's I, sh- I shouldn't even, I can't even say I'm working on it, but Ed's cardigan is lingering in my knitting world. All right, that's my knitting. Natalie? I traded spaces with Brianna in the realm of what we typically do. And I'm actually working on my strange brew sweater. So Brianna's knitting socks and I'm knitting a sweater. Uh, 2022 is weird. <laughs> are we? <laughs> are we? But I finished- well- first sleeve and then I'm on the second one now that's awesome that's awesome they looked really good the other night too um not shocking I was knitting a baby hat all week so that's I'm 2022 apparently is normal for me but um 
I'm almost done the baby hat and then moving on to a toddler one. Nice. Um, Very cool. So we're all knitting. You know what? That's the key is we're all knitting. And some weeks we get more done than other weeks. Some weeks we decide to go back, you know, it just whatever. So we're knitting. All right. So let's start to talk about that. So how do you start your day? Um, I, I don't know why this really jumped out at me. I guess I was in retired life. The topic kind of hit me like my days are totally different. And one of the important components of my day now is getting it started because there's days where you go, I really don't have to get started. So let's talk a little bit about how do you get your day started? Brianna, you're, you're hot. You're first. Okay. Starting my day every day, especially during the work week is a struggle, but, um, I, my alarm goes off. My alarm wakes me up every morning. Sometimes the cat does. So a lot of times I'll wake up to the cat eating my hair. So that's how I start my day sometimes. <laughs> um, so he's kind of my alarm clock, but then you know, my real alarm clock, I hit the snooze a few times and then it's 630 and I'm like, okay, I have to get up now. Like if I don't get up now, I can't, I won't be ready in time to go to work. So then the whole morning routine sets in and work starts. And so hopefully getting started revolves around, I've got to get to work. Oh, absolutely. And the animals every, because the cat is so annoying in the morning and he wants food doesn't matter if there's no food in his bowl or if he just didn't eat the day before he wants fresh food and then the dog has to go out so then we it's a whole I feel like I have children they just can't talk to me so they just sit there and stare at me until I get up and do something for them <laughs> but yes it revolves around the animals and getting to work in the morning all right all right. So my getting started in the morning, again, I, I, I guess I haven't mentioned it more than once already, and I will every podcast we do. I'm retired now. Um, so again, getting your day started, it doesn't really have to start, although it really does need to start. You, you, I am finding that this is only my third week. Actually, it's my fourth week now. And um, I am finding that you need to get a little routine in there. So we whispered this topic last week. And I was thinking about it and lo and behold, this week, my whole world changed. Well, it changed last week. So now what happens in our house is um, Ed wakes up. He is up at about 6.30 and he is out the door at about 7.15 because he is the new crossing guard at our elementary school. Oh my God. Hi. It's wonderful. He's there from 7.30 to 8.30. And so it happened very rapidly. Um, we, I'm, I'm sure this is true of so many neighborhoods. We're in dire need of crossing guards, of all the support services that go into schools yeah. with everything going on. And so he literally went and got the application on Tuesday, got the call on Wednesday and started on Thursday. Oh my God. I love that. Beyond best. And it is just wonderful. He loves it. He loves a reason to get up and get going. Mm -hmm. So my new get up and go is now that as soon as I hear that front door shut and he's walking out the door, Wheezy and I get up and the first thing we do is we turn on the coffee pot. <laughs> and then um, I feel Brianna, same thing. I feel her water bowl and her food. Um, I just tidy the living room a little bit while that coffee is brewing. 
And then I sit down with my coffee, with my newspaper, and I read that and then I plan my day and it all happens right at the kitchen counter. And I typically go till just about 8.30 and Ed comes home and then I take Wheezy out for a walk. So there's my news, but I, you know what, I have to say, I'm really, I'm excited for it because I think I know me, I, I do need to have some pattern to getting up and getting going. So surprise. All right, Natalie, how about your, how does your day start? How do you start your day? Well, it's a lot different now since I'm working from home, um, but I wake up around 730 because I don't have my hour long commute anymore, which um, I enjoy. Yeah. And I typically will get up and start with a coffee because necessities. And then I make lunch for Chris and I and breakfast because I just need that routine in my life. Otherwise, like I like knowing my lunch is made in the fridge, even though I could make it during the day. Yeah. So I do that in the morning. And then um, I usually sit down with a cup of coffee and either a book or my knitting for a little bit before I like get ready. And it, mornings are like mine because Chris sleeps in a little bit later till like 830-ish. So I kind of get that like hour in the morning to myself out here. And yeah, that's pretty I'll much have that same hour, 7.30 to 8.30. It's a wonderful window of time, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. it's light out. Like you can get like, you can get a lot done in an hour. You can, when you're by yourself with a cup of coffee. And you know what, Natalie, you said this and I should have mentioned and you're knitting close by. So I try to, when I am reading the newspaper because I read it on the computer, I try to have my knitting in my hands too and be knitting on that project that doesn't really need anything except for knitting on it. Yeah. Great time exactly. to knit. All right. Mm -hmm. I love knitting in the morning. I think it's really relaxing. Great way to start the day. Great way. All right. So Stephanie. <laughs> oh my goodness. What time? My mornings are nothing like your mornings. Relaxing. It's not a word in my vocabulary. Um, so my mornings start at, I don't know, 4.50 in the morning, 5 o'clock in the morning, 5.15, 6 o'clock, whenever Henry decides to start screaming at the top of his lungs. Um, that's when my morning starts. So I would love to be that mom who got up before him and had my act together before he wakes up. It's just not who I am. And also he's up all night, so there's not really an opportunity for me to ever do that. So Realistically, so Henry wakes up around anywhere between like in the five o'clock range of the day. So I go and I get him. Um, I nurse him in the morning. And then so little known fact here is that Katie actually sleeps in our bed almost every single night. She comes into our bed um, in the middle of the night. We hear her little footsteps. Boop, 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 boop. And then um, so I turn off all the baby monitors so that um, her and Brad stay asleep. So as long as they can. So it's actually like my little bit of time where it's just myself and Henry, which we don't get a lot of that, which is actually very nice and really relaxing. So we go downstairs, he gets to crawl around on the floor. And the one thing that is the common between all of us is I make a pot of coffee then. Um, <laughs> and I have my coffee. I actually down my coffee because if I don't, it will not stay hot. So I down my coffee and I hang out on the floor and watch the only time I get the TV to myself for like a 30 minute time frame, and I watch something on like HGTV and Henry crawls around and then Brad and Katie eventually come down. But that is my morning. Um, it's, it's just, I never know what time it's going to start, but 
it's yeah. usually about the same routine after it starts. Coffee, lots of coffee. No, so okay. So here's a question then. We all start with with coffee. Do you set your coffee up the night before so you just have to hit the button, or do you go through the process of setting it up first thing in the morning? So I have the luxury of somebody setting the coffee up the night before for me. Oh, so I don't. I I haven't touched the coffee in months because every morning I come downstairs and there is a hot coffee in the pot with my coffee mug next to it, ready to go for me to pour and take with me. Oh, <laughs> can I just say that is love. That is love. Yeah, <laughs> that's serious. All right. Um, so I set mine up the night before. In fact, it's set up now, so I just hit the button. That's about as much as I can do in the morning is hit the button to go. I was using my French press for a long time, which involved boiling water and everything like that. But then I brought home from the shop the little coffee pot that we got when we were in lockdown and thought we'd never get Wawa coffee again. Yeah. I brought it home and it's actually been really nice just to be able to set that up and hit the button and have coffee ready for you. But Brianna, as you were mentioning uh, what John does, which is so special, I have a friend and it's a long time ago and I cannot think of this person's name. It'll jump into my head. Her husband or boyfriend her, or whomever her, you know, I don't remember what the living arrangement was with them, but they, um, not only did he make that cup of coffee, but he brought it to her in bed every day, even that work days. Is that like, I've, I've tried to plant that seed with Ed so many times, like you could just bring me that cup of coffee in bed. So anyway, that would make me get out of bed for sure. I might have to bring that up later. Wouldn't that be just so sweet? Like, thank you. And then you can take an hour or whatever. I think we've had that talk too about our coffee. coffee. Yes. Mm -hmm. Have your coffee in the shower. Yes. All right. So Natalie. Well, no one brings me my coffee because I wake up first and that will never happen for me. No one will ever bring me coffee in bed. <laughs> He's like right here. He can hear me. You it's should just, listen to this episode so you can hear what John does for Brianna. Yes. Um, but I will make it in the morning. And I like doing that because I like to dictate the amount of coffee that I'm making on that day oh. based on how tired I am. So like either a cup, a half a pot or a full pot. Exactly. Like where are we, how are we feeling? I like to check in with myself in the morning as I'm standing there deciding how much water to pour in the machine. So it's like, it's a come to Jesus moment real early for me. What do we need? <laughs> that's interesting. I never thought of that because I just do the same thing all the time, but that's, I love to, I, I might, I'm going to rethink my coffee. Like in the morning, go, how much coffee will I need in that pot today? I am like a practical coffee drinker. Like I love the taste of it, but I need to have the right amount because if I get jittery, I like just, I have a bad day. It's not, it's not fun. I just like, I get too, too like amped up. I'm like not productive anymore. So it's a fine scale that we're working with here. And uh, yeah, like I will get halfway through drinking a cup. If it's like a cup too many, I'll like get halfway and like pour it down the sink, like right away. Like I'm not doing this to myself today. So. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Wow, you have a lot of regu regulating in there. <laughs> yeah, nobody needs to hear me talk a mile a minute. It's no. already enough as it is. <laughs> oh. All right, Stephanie, when did your coffee get set up? Um, it goes back and forth. Sometimes I'll set it up the night before. Sometimes I will do it in the morning. Um, and then sometimes 
Brad will take Henry for me if I've had a really rough night and then I'll come down and coffee is made as well. So it's, there's no big routine here um, with our coffee when we make it. It's always a full pot. Never, we never go less than a full pot. It's need all the caffeine in the world. Um, but the other thing that I do that's not coffee related before I have my cup of coffee is I drink water and like a lot of water because I read one time that all night long, although it's not me either because I'm up all night long and I'm drinking water all night long, but for a normal person who gets to sleep at night, you are dehydrated because you haven't had any water all night. And so when you wake up and the first thing, if you drink it is coffee, you're not going to actually wake your cells up in your body. Um, So you should actually drink a cup of water before you drink your coffee. So I do that. And I do find that that cup of um, water wakes me up a little bit more than the coffee does sometimes. (laughs) And then I switch into like cups and cups of coffee. Yeah. You got to have that feeling last through the day with the Mm -hmm. coffee. (laughs) Yeah. But I start with my water first. Yeah. And I do that. I can do that in the hot months. Like I love that. I actually while that coffee pot is making the coffee or whatever way I'm, I'm doing it, I will be, I'll be drinking the green bottle of water, but in the winter, cause it's cold. I just can't drink the water. I have to have the hot coffee first and then the water, but it should be the opposite. Um, and I was listening to a show today and one of the shows that I really like watching every day and the recommended water consumption for women is 2.7 liters a day. So I did the arithmetic and that is almost a hundred ounces. Mm-hmm. And for men, it is 3.7 liters a day. So we need to consume a lot of water. Oh yeah. Not granted, we mm-hmm. get it from other things, but real water. All right. All right. So that's our coffee. So, okay. So speaking of coffee in my house, I'm the only coffee drinker. How about you gals? Oh no, we, um, we for sure drink coffee. It's not usually a drink it for fun thing. Um, although I do like coffee, especially when it's good coffee. Um, but we both have thermoses that we fill up all the way, take to work. Um, so yeah, everyone drinks coffee here. It's great. You guys too, Stephanie, Natalie, your spouse, your, your boyfriend. We have, um, we have weekend coffee. So we do like Monday through Friday, we have like Maxwell or Folgers or whatever, like your coffee to just get you through that you need that caffeine for. And then we buy like specialty coffee and then we make that on the weekends. Then we have our specialty coffee, our weekend coffee that we call it so that we can actually sit there and enjoy it versus just like being on the go during the week and just consuming caffeine. I love that idea so that, much that have to do it. yeah I, we actually do um tea on the weekends Ooh. like we might have coffee on a Saturday morning but it's like automatically followed by tea because that's our special thing we we have one thing of coffee because I just buy whatever's the cheapest mm-hmm. <laughs> but on on the weekends we are able to enjoy a cup of something and we both also like tea so we have all kinds of loose teas that um we have tried and liked so we keep drinking them nice Mm -hmm. while you sit with each other so i don't know if you guys knew this um and if ed listens to this he knows this but before i even met him like you know when i was in my dating days 
one of my like dreams of the perfect husband for me would be that he smoked a pipe and he drank coffee and, and, and so I'll say to Ed because he doesn't smoke and he doesn't drink coffee and I'm like don't you want to like because I just pictured sitting there together and savoring that coffee I wasn't going to smoke a pipe with him but just he would sit there and talk with me while he was smoking his pipe and uh, I, several times I've encouraged him to take up these hobbies he's like Kathy come on I don't smoke you want me to start smoking I I don't drink caffeine like I don't drink coffee caffeine like oh for me hon just for me but anyway the perfect man drinks coffee (laughs) Chris never really drank a lot of coffee until like a few years ago and now he's worse than I am he needs his coffee yeah I, you know, I, I think coffee is so fascinating too, because it's necessary to start the day. Absolutely. But then remember at the shop, we would have afternoon coffee mm-hmm. and so that, that was more so the experience. Does that make sense? Like, it yeah, I mean, it's a nice afternoon pick me up, but also it's like that the routine and the fun of like, oh, having afternoon coffee, it's like almost like a special treat. Because, well, at least for me, the rest of the day, I'm drinking water. It's coffee. And once I'm done that, it's water for the rest of the day. And then maybe a glass of wine at night. But <laughs> that's, that's it. So that extra coffee in the afternoon is, is pretty special. It is. It's that experience of having it and who are you enjoying it with. And it, I don't know, there's just something, something about it. So, okay. So, um, okay so stay in this how do you start your day when do you eat breakfast or do you eat breakfast and when do you eat breakfast I bring my breakfast to work I try so hard I can't eat early in the morning um like I I have to be at work at eight and anything before that is just too much like I can barely drink coffee before eight o'clock um, let alone put food in my body. So I try to shoot for 1030 is when I eat breakfast. Most days it happens. Some days I don't eat anything until like noon, which I know is so bad. And I, I feel it because you guys know I'm hangry. If I'm hungry, it's hangry always. So like I'll start to feel myself. It's like 1045, 11 o'clock. I'm like starting to get a little snappy with people. <laughs> so I'm like you know what like I I have to take a break I don't care if it's busy right now I have to go eat something or else I'm gonna like snap for real (laughs) but yeah usually between 10 30 and 12 I have my first meal which is usually the breakfast I bring to work ready to eat you know I went through a phase where I had to like eat first thing in the morning like before I walked out the door I had to have food Cause I'm right there with you, Brianna. I am the hangry girl. But then I just realized that I, I don't know. I, I got to the point, I don't know why, but now it's like, I can't eat it that early. I can't eat food right away, but there's a certain point in the morning where I go, okay, now I need it. And don't mess around with me because I need it now. Yeah. Uh, and I find that again, not having a traditional work schedule that works out fine. Like my mornings are very solitary. I'm not like jumping out of bed and facing the world or my colleagues or anybody or children or anybody just just wheezing at me um so it's okay because I don't think I could face anybody till I had food but then I don't want food right away so I guess that sort of is like a circle there like I just want to be alone 
then I'll eat what I want to. And now I can do what I can be social. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what about you now? Like, when do you get time to, when do you find time to eat? So it varies by day because I try to eat before I have to see anyone. And it depends on when I have my first meetings. But if I'm making like something that like I'm using a pan for, cause I'll just like make breakfast in the morning, like for Chris too. Um, because if I'm making eggs or something, like I'll just do it first thing so that he can take some to work. So a lot of times if I'm making something that's like going to be going into a pan, I'll eat right away. But if I'm just having like oatmeal or something, I'll just wait until before my first meeting. And that's how I time it, which is usually like 1030. So I'll probably eat around like 1015. Yeah. It seems like, so. like that brunch kind of thing. Yeah. I like to have my coffee and then my breakfast. I don't like to do them at the same time. Right. Unless I'm in a diner, then I do like yeah. it at the same time. Oh, but yeah, if I'm home, absolutely. Then that. Mm-hmm. All right. <laughs> How about you? When do you find time to eat in the morning? Do you eat um, breakfast? I do eat breakfast because I get very hangry as well. So, <laughs> and I probably have like two or three breakfasts, honestly. Um, so, when I'm downstairs with Henry and then Brad and Katie eventually come down, we put on morning cartoons for Katie and she eats her breakfast watching cartoons. Um, and Brad works from home. So he signs into work pretty quickly after that. So sometimes I will eat a bowl of cereal with Katie while she's watching, while she's eating her breakfast and we're watching like Bluey or Paw Patrol on TV. Um, and then some mornings, if it's Henry's nap time already, I will put him down for a nap and then I can, actually sit down and eat that bowl of cereal versus walking behind him while eating that bowl of cereal, making sure he doesn't climb my stairs. So it all depends, but it is pretty early on, but usually by the time Brad and Katie make their way down, Henry and I have usually already been up for about two hours. Um, So I don't eat breakfast right away. I'm the same way. I like to drink my coffee and then I'll have breakfast. So later, but it's usually a bowl of cereal. Mm -hmm. Got it. Got it. So this, I, there's a, I, and I've mentioned this before, there's a podcast that I'd love to listen to and I only listen to it when I'm walking and it's the weekly walk and it's what keeps me walking. And one of the topics this week, and again, this was just a coincidence, they were talking about breakfast and it was really fun to listen to. And it was interesting though, because I never thought about this. You know, we think breakfast, lunch, dinner, but the woman who is the, the host on the show was talking about, she thinks of breakfast as exactly what the word is. It's breaking a fast. So it doesn't matter when you eat it or what you eat it, but it's that first food that you consume probably after a night's sleep. And it's so important. It's so important because it's what now sort of regulates and sets the fuel tone for the rest of your day. I was like, oh, that's interesting. So that's something I've been doing lately too, is I haven't I've needed some variety in my breakfast. So I haven't always been doing um, yogurt or cereal or eggs. So this morning for breakfast, I ate kugel, leftover kugel. Does anybody know what that is? Yeah. It is a noodle casserole and I made it and Ed doesn't really like it. And we have a lot left over. And I thought I could just eat that for breakfast. I have to say it was really good, but I don't know how many people like really go, let me eat Kugel for breakfast. But (laughs) it goes back to the days of cold pizza and things like that. Yeah, for sure. It's food. It fuels you, right? 
yeah, I've done that before. If we have something that's just leftover and it's been sitting for a while or like we made too much of it, I'll eat it for breakfast and lunch. I don't, I don't mind doing that. Now, John doesn't like to eat leftovers like that. He gets sick of stuff quickly, but I could eat the same thing for breakfast, lunch, and dinner for three days a week in a row. It, it doesn't matter to me as long as it tastes good. Yeah. And sometimes it's like a real treat. Like, look at me, I'm eating a cheeseburger for breakfast. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, well, ladies, Henry's calling. So, oh no. (sighs) So our Nate starts, he's only been down for an hour, maybe no 40, 40 minutes. I want him down right before here. So, oh gosh. I'll let you know what I'm having for breakfast in about, you know, an hour when my, my morning starts again. <laughs> all right. Bye. Bye. Bye Thanks, Stephanie. Stephanie. <laughs> um, all right. So here's one last thing then to talk about. So the other thing is, is I've been thinking about Betty White. I, you know, of course we all know, of course, that she passed blah, blah, blah. Her, uh, and I said quotes to my nephews um, and they're back at school now. So I wanted to get a Betty White quote. So the one that kept coming up was, Get at least eight hours of beauty sleep at nine if you're ugly. Have you seen that quote from Betty White? Yes. I just oh yeah, that. I get ten. I just love that. So I sent it to the boy. So I'm like, okay, how much beauty sleep do you need? <laughs> so not about beauty sleep, but how much how much sleep do you guys get? How many hours do you think you are able to sleep in a night? So I have a Fitbit that I, I wear when I go to sleep and it tracks how much I sleep. And it's actually really interesting because on the days that I, I wake up feeling terrible, I know I haven't gotten enough sleep. And it's always, if it's less than, it's so exact. If it's less than seven hours and 40 minutes of sleep that I get, I wake up feeling terrible and like not motivated to get out of bed when I get to work I can't talk to people it's just like really hard for me to wake up and be a human on those days but if I've had seven hours and 40 minutes of sleep or more I'm totally fine I'm like my doing my best 100 percent but it's it's so weird and most nights I do get that seven hours, 40 minutes. Sometimes it does creep into the eight hours because I, I like, I like my sleep. I need that sleep. And I know I do to be productive. Um, but yeah, I just, I, I don't know those nights. I don't get it. I, I know right away. The minute I open my eyes in the morning, I'm like, my Fitbit's going to tell me I got seven hours of sleep and that's not enough. <laughs> Isn't it fast? So Natalie, how about you? What's your uh, average sleep? typically like eight to nine hours. Cause I am a creature of habit now, especially as I've gotten older, like I need to be in bed by 10 and I will, I will not wake up any later than eight. So it's 10 hours there, but I usually wake up around seven. So usually nine, but yep. I'm a person who needs their sleep. If I get less than eight hours, I'm a cranky girl and I need a full pot of coffee. But, um, it's, it's crazy because like I could be up till three in the morning and I, I physically cannot stay asleep past 8am anymore. It's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Internal clock wakes you up. When you know, it's time to go to bed. You're just like, no, I'm going to be up at eight no matter what. So I, if I'm going to get those eight hours that I need, I got to go to bed now. I know it is part of growing up. It's so (laughs) grown up. 
So and Betty White would be very proud of us. We're getting all of our beauty sleep, aren't we? Uh, we sure are. That's why we're so beautiful. I know. Look at that. We're not, it's because we're well rested. And it is, and of course, it's just the three of us looking at each other on the screen right now. So um, it is interesting to me though, and the Fitbit, and it is you gals who introduced me to the Fitbit, which I am never without ever for mm -hmm. the last God knows how many years. But that's where I really started to realize how patterned our sleep really is. Mm -hmm. Unless there is something that throws you off or creeps in, like you're at a big party. But for the most part, it's so patterned. I am a little bit over eight hours. And I'm right there with you, Brianna, like seven, seven hours and 40 minutes. Mine's probably like eight hours and six minutes. Mm -hmm. And if it is anything less than that, it's not good. It yeah. is not good. Yeah. It's, and I would have never guessed that if it wasn't for the Fitbit that tracks our sleep. Yeah. To see what that does. So, all right. Well, we've really covered the topic. We've gone from waking up to eating, <laughs> sleeping again. Oh, back to bed. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Anything else you can think of we should chat on? No, no, that was a great topic. Thank you. That was a fun one. So, all right. There's always something to talk about with the girls from the, from our knitting, from the knitting shop. So there's always something. All right. Well then let's call it a wrap. So if you like our show, please rate, review, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts or your favorite podcast platform so more people can find us. So hopefully you finished your drink by now because it is time for us to find off. Thanks for listening. <laughs>